0: Hello and welcome to another episode of the Rambles podcast, starting with the topic, this new exploit will save huge amounts of time in GT5 speedruns. So this is really interesting. You'll probably end up in facts and glitches, but I'll talk about it in Rambles just the hell of it. For those who keep up with the buffered ledge grab, it was discovered a long time back, and Getting it to work in GT Online was a huge pain in the ass. Like you had to do this complicated setup so that you could transfer the phone from single player to GT Online. Because normally when you bring up your phone in GT Online, it's just a thing that pops up on the side. Your hands don't move. Like, like you can see he is, he's referencing my video down here. So this was like two years ago now. But now after two years, I'm not sure if this person, will discovered it. But uh, apparently using Snapmatic in online, it, it makes it so your hand animation changes and it changes just long enough that you can store the ledge grab. See how the hand is, is like like next to the body? And it just keeps using it over and over again. Look at that. And so this person has a, a like a playlist that shows all the places that this can be used, and there's many different examples in this video. But you've got to remember that while she, she had to use Snapmatic there over and over and over again, you don't have to do that if you get into a vehicle. You see, as long as you get into the vehicle, it carries the buffer. Gotta get out and take cover again. And it goes back. So this can be used in endless different places as the video shows feel free to go watch them do that But obviously this would save heaps of time in all the GT online speedruns But surely Rockstar would patch this out. Like surely like this This would enable you to go through effectively any wall in the game with some difficulty and make so many things Trivial wouldn't it need another person staying near your car to keep it loaded in if you go away too far I mean, I'm not sure how online works I know that there is an example in here of them doing that where They have one person activate something somewhere else and stuff. I I, I don't know, I just find it interesting. I wish I was more motivated to do this kind of testing myself, but I'm clearly not. (laughs) YouTube scams are getting increasingly more sophisticated. So obviously you guys know on YouTube there are many different types of scams. And this was a new one for me. This is Dark Viper, you inspired me, not gonna lie. So I made a vid tutorial for your fans on how I got $100 Roblox card. And you go to their channel and it is just one video tutorial on how I got a 100 love free Roblox card. It's a brand new account, four subscribers, one video, but within like six minutes, it had 83 upvotes on a fairly old video. And then when I look back at it, like 15 minutes later, it had a thousand upvotes or likes, whatever the hell they use on YouTube. But what's interesting is it didn't just copy my name. Like it said Darkviper, not Darkviper EU, Darkviper. The English is good, sounds like a normal sort of comment, but clearly a scam. And the person clearly bought likes, but I've never seen this before. Like it would cost them money to buy likes and stuff like I wonder if it's getting more frequent. Just found that kind of interesting. This new method of writing makes you read twice as fast. There are apparently like extensions you can get that make it so the first bits of words are made bold. There are other versions that capitalize on stuff, I'm not sure, but... Attention neurodivergent community, this bionic reading method is absolutely mind-blowing. Your eyes scan the first bold letters and your brain center automatically completes the words. It lets you read twice as fast, is less overwhelming and helps you stay focused. You will feel much more productive and a greater sense of achievement, which will boost your confidence and make you feel more positive. Let me know in the comments if this bionic reading method works for you. I don't believe I'm neurodivergent. I've never had any issues reading. As you might recall, I spent most of my life with my head in a fantasy book, going everywhere just with a book. I wouldn't hang out in bookstores, but like I would just frequently visit Dimmicks and just go, oh, another fantasy book and just read it. (laughs) I do think this is easier to read though. I'm not sure if everyone is that way. I'm not sure though how much my brain is just looking at the bold things and then filling in the word and continuing, I'm just reading it. But I wouldn't be surprised if this does make it easier. Everyone forgot about this old GTA 5 speedrun strategy. There's been this interesting phenomenon where people have gone back and looked at older runs of GTA 5 back in my heyday and they're finding small strats that people have forgotten about that turn out to be faster. Stuff that either is now faster because of other new strats that have been found or was known to be faster back then, but was considered so difficult that no one did it and so was just forgot about. Alex found this example. That's uh Alex Honix, a, a very good runner. So this is from a video on my channel from over four years ago, how this even ended 25. Right oh, I got the thing. Be cool, man. thing. That's the second time I've got that. I activated the yellow dot and also jumped out of the vehicle, even though it's meant to lock you in the vehicle when you hit the yellow dot so the timing for that is really tight because if you do it too early you end up diving out of the car the car flies off you don't get stopped by the yellow dot and you lose like a minute effectively right we're diving out if you do it optimally only saves you like maybe a couple of seconds so this was known about for like a week and then Everyone just forgot. And certainly back then there was only a handful of us there. So there weren't that many people to forget anyway. But these days people are more interested in every single skerrick of time save and people are just better at the game. So maybe people can have different setups to know exactly when to dive, I'm not sure. To be clear, the reason why that's difficult is because normally it locks you in your car when you hit the yellow dot. But yeah, so you have to dive just as you hit the yellow dot and before it locks you in the car. When I saw it, I was like, oh yeah. I, I remember doing that, but. Is it acceptable to rip off Rockstar's YouTube videos? So Keapariko asks, What is your opinion on GTA series videos ripping Rockstar videos from YouTube and uploading them on their channel? I always find it annoying and dumb that they put even less effort in an upload than a reactor. On one hand, you can say, well, yeah, but it's not like it is bad for Rockstar because more people see the video and that is good for promotion. On the other hand, GTA series videos is straight up earning free money by taking advantage of their subscribers who watch the video there. While I can't remember the exact context, I believe there's one newswire that references GTA series videos in a positive way. Clearly, Rockstar, at least someone at Rockstar, is aware of this channel. And if they had a problem with what they were doing, they would do something about it, right? Many of the trailers that Rockstar releases are in the Content ID system. In that, if you upload them, Rockstar gets money, or at the very least, you can't monetize what they've put out there. In the same way that, uh, Take-Two prevents people from monetizing any of the, like, the Film content from the games. Like, you can't just upload one of the movies from GTA 4, unedited or something. Like, it it would get picked up and you won't get any money. Do I personally have a problem with it? This example given here, this is just a trailer. I don't see this as particularly bad. I'm not sure at what point in a person's career a person will be like, hey, I want to just re-upload trailers on my channel. Like, I'm aware of other creators who, like, take trailers and will watch them, and even react to them, and give responses to them, give their thoughts on things that are coming out, I think that's all fine. Because trailers exist for that purpose. They're not creative works in of themselves, they exist to give promotion to some other creative work. And so reproducing them somewhere else and putting more eyeballs on it is, you know, a way of giving additional promotion to that thing. Like, the trailer itself isn't the entire package. It is a cut-down version of something bigger somewhere else. In the same way that you can use clips of something, in a completely justifiable moral way, you can use a trailer in the same way. So no, I don't have any problem with them doing this. Do I consider it to be lazy? Yes. Do I think it would be better if, like, they would use their expertise to give commentary on what is gonna come out or what have you, like TGG kind of thing. Where he's like, hey, here's what's coming out, here's what you can expect, here's its implications on the game as a whole. But just because you're not doing the best conceivable thing doesn't mean you're necessarily doing something wrong. What if they were claimed? They might have been claimed, but I don't care either way. Like, I don't think it changed anything. Because remember that on some level, as long as your channel's monetized, growth and getting in new viewers is more important than like every single video you make having the exact maximum amount of money possible. If I could upload a video that would get me 10,000 new people interested in my content, if that video made zero dollars, I would be like, who cares? That's 10,000 people, great. They'll watch my other videos, I'll get ad revenue off those, great. The worst thing to happen is for more viewers to stop watching you than start and you start to shrink. As long as people continue to watch you, you'll make the money. At the end of the day, making good content is the most important thing. Reading the funniest comments my fans left on my Steam profile. So it probably doesn't surprise you to learn that I have a Steam page. Because I have a Steam account, you can look me up there and you can see all the weird, terrible things I'm doing with my video games. Look at this disgusting person with 10,000 hours in GTA 5. Gross. I actually used to have a Steam community a long time ago, but never did anything with it, and we eventually got rid of it. But on my page, there are 1,179 comments. That's a lot of comments. And they're usually just random things like this. Mamto. Ah. I'm a streamer. When can I expect to see another hundo run again? I need a date right now, streamer. I'll be unsubscribing immediately. Dink, doink. Just amazing stuff. So Joshua Boy, one of my mods, recently went through them all. And so he found the funniest ones. So I'm going to look at them now. Well, this one's obviously not real. But get all the emotes in HD on T-shirts, hoodies, tank tops, mugs, water bottles, and stickers. DarkviperEUMerch.MySpreadShop.com My merch store does work. A lot of people are buying stuff. It's pretty cool. Thank you, everyone, for that want to check this stuff out? Feel free. We interrupt this stream with the following message. The Meriwether fleet is here, bro. Back in 2020. Classic. It is. You're a streamer. I heard you like doggos, but I don't have any doggos. So here's a cat instead. I assume that hat is meant to be on the cat. Thank you for your cat. Chance of seeing this comment are millions to one. Wow. And millions to one things happen every day. Ooh, woozy. Still a good meme that came out of Oko. Plus rep has given me many laughs and hours and hours of entertainment. Thanks, dude. This dude stole all my black tank tops, and I will not give them back. Bruh, GTA 5 isn't even that good, what the fuck. It is very good. It's weird that I can still play the game so much, but still be nostalgic for the game. Like, the feeling I get when I see things in the game is nostalgia. I don't know how that's possible. While playing the thing, I get this, like, warm, comfortable feeling when I see parts of the game that I haven't seen, like, in a while. And it's just the weirdest feeling. It's the same thing I get when I see like what like Gunster Heroes or something for Sega Mega Drive when I was a kid. It's my comfort game. What a nice and rich Steam account. I hope that the owner of it is not obsessed with only one game and doesn't spend all of his time playing it. Hey, I play other games. My stats have shown that I've streamed like 200 other games. Sure, they total like 20% of my game time or something, but you know. I am Barack Obama and I approve of this profile. Wow the former president of the United States, liking my profile? I don't care. Can't lie, I am better. This is from US. He is wrong. I like playing online until my IP address is shown. Yeah, not fun, is it? Waiting for Minecraft speedrun. I've already done it. I just didn't do the other Minecraft speedrun that I said I would do. Welcome and hello, at what is hopefully my first attempt at commenting on Matto's Steam profile until he comments on mine. I have a max goal of one comment from Matto, so any comment saying anything will complete the challenge. I also want this to be a no-fakes run, so any other comment from any other person will not complete the challenge. Man, that guy's gonna be waiting a long time. Should I comment on this person's profile? Yeah, I should. Okay, fine. I mean, come on, bro. Okay, it's good. It's a good thing that a lot of this is covered up, because uh, well, it's not covered up now. It's it's some it's some weird stuff. It's got petite league. Uh, I, I don't know about this. It's got all this anime stuff, and hey, your profile is kind of weird. Yeah, thanks for watching. That's stuff. I wish you all the best. Good deed for the day done! After 10k hours in GTA, you will get GTA Online Plus subscription for free, so keep on playing. Where is my GTA Online Plus subscription, Rockstar? Why? Where is it? I don't need that shit anyway. And neither do you. My wife cheated on me with a cougar. Now he's coming to appear in your missions. (laughs) Watch out, men. I don't think men can be cougars. I think they're called silver foxes or something, which is weird. But yeah, rip steam group. Oh, did I delete it in 2022? It just had a lot of weird stuff in it. Probably people like this because this guy's name Sock, He was probably in it. So yeah, you're cool. I finally made it, guys. Tour 10 considers me cool. That says something. Many things. Ooh woo. Excellent. Some guy, a spiritual sequel to free guy about an NPC being stuck in a game called Grand Theft Auto 5 for 10,000 hours what is this a reference to i mean it's a reference to me obviously but did i call myself some guy in some context i don't know probably i know it's a reference to me but i thought it was a reference to something else i said or something free guy is a terrible movie it's not a terrible movie It was pretty decent this is from when i got stream sniped in cs i was called some guy man i know times are tough especially considering steam hasn't refunded gt5 to you yet i hope it gets better and you can finally afford grand theft auto 6. that's why i keep doing this man just so when GTA 6 comes out, and it's extraordinarily expensive, I can certainly afford it. <laughs> Gonna buy all those microtransactions. Dark Viper is 10 feet tall. Australian people grow bigger over there. You know, deep sea Australianism and whatnot. I'm not a scientist. Just for those who can't convert that, 10 foot is like 173 centimeters, which is our average height. I was trying to get my actual height in centimeters. I actually don't know it, home. Huh? Okay, it's actually 178 centimeters. <laughs> I think his fave game is GTA. Not sure though. Yes, truly a mystery. He has 33 hours in CSGO and 8k inventory plus rep. Is my inventory really worth 8k? That's impossible. That's, that's not true. That's 100% not true. <laughs> maybe with the inflation of all that stuff now, maybe. But uh, no. Wow. Those were certainly messages that exist on my Steam profile. I'm so happy I read those. It is interesting that in 1200 messages only like 24 of them are according to Joshua boy worth me seeing. So pick up your game Adobe is causing random stray frames to pop up in my videos So previously I talked about how there were stray frames in some of the renders from Adobe Premiere Previously, I thought it only happened with the Adobe encoder in this video This is probably not where I wanted to come out. Oh, this is as far as it goes. Just see that flicker. Just that one frame didn't catch it when i watched it i assumed that because i rendered it through adobe premiere rather than encoder that i'd be fine but i guess it can happen even when i go through adobe premiere which really sucks i talked before about how reg us made me a tool to detect for these frames but it takes a while to run so it's just more convenient if i don't have to run it so i because i'd never had the issue with Adobe Premiere itself i just didn't bother running it And now that i know that this can happen i'll have to run it in the future which really sucks it also means there's no way that I can render my stuff where it's guaranteed not to have these issues. So potentially I'm going to have to re-render things multiple times. Oh, I hate it though. The next couple of crossing videos will probably be better. I can't wait to see how the chaos crossing ones go. May I edit one of those myself? Because they're all really good. I made one of the dumbest mistakes ever. So a few months ago, I remember ranting on stream like I hate my bloody printer. I can't get it to work. Da da da. And I needed to print something off today. And after failing to get my printer to work the last three times, I was going to call it quits. I was like, I'm just going to buy a new printer. I'm sick of this shit. But I was like, no, how much did this printer cost me again? I look it up. I was like, this printer cost me $400. How the hell can I not connect to it? It doesn't make any goddamn sense. And so I looked up like how to connect to this printer and stuff and da-da-da, looked up tutorials and it just wasn't connected. I was so goddamn confused. All the settings looked correct and all that jazz. And then it hit me. Why does my printer say on it, Epson. Didn't I have an HP printer? Because I'm looking at my HP smartphone app and it says like it's kind of connected to the printer like it's got limited functionality, whatever the hell that means. It's not fully connecting. It was driving me crazy. I'm like, is Epson like a subsidiary of HP? Whatever. I whatever, searched my phone Epson and so I searched it and I found a different app for the printer. It turns out like six months ago, whatever, I had bought a new printer and of course it has a new app and I was using the old app for my old printer. I print so rarely that I just forgot that I got a new printer. And so the like, the last three times where I couldn't connect, and I I, I must have spent like an hour on it each time, I was just using the wrong app. I mean, I used HP printers for so long. How the fuck do you forget that? Cause like I use a printer like once every like a bajillion years. I hate printers is an advanced color laser. printing? yeah, it's an advanced thing I don't know, man, but you got to remember when I say $400, you got to convert it to freedom bucks, okay? It's like 300 USD, right? Felt kind of stupid, chat. That's my story. Striving for equity in my YouTube success. I don't like this feeling that I'm being carried by other people, chat. I don't feel like I'm pulling my weight. When I'm just playing GTA Online and shit, sure it's technically work-related, but like it's not doing the hard stuff. It's not, uh, editing stuff. Why don't you guys tell me if you understand this? For Like, the last week, I haven't edited anything particularly difficult. And I haven't done any chaos as well because I've had no energy and, and I'm running out of time for that. I, I'm actually looking at the most recent videos that have come out and I actually done, I did quite a few of them. But I, I'm not doing the difficult ones, like I'm doing smaller stuff. Is it like the satisfaction of doing something difficult by yourself? No. I don't like the idea of getting the most out of my business while not doing the most work. I feel like what I get out of it should relate to the amount of effort I put in as much as possible. I don't want to be one of these creators who wakes up, streams something for three hours, gives it to someone, and then fucks off to the beach or something. It should not be other people's job to carry me to success or whatever. You don't like yourself receiving most of the cake when you barely put exactly. And as time goes on, and I bring on more and more people, While I still do a lot, it is hard for me to be said to be doing, like say, the majority of the work or whatever. Like I do just end up paying people more and certainly the VOD channel isn't making me money but is giving people some money as a side thing. How much do I consider the work being done on the VOD channel to be necessary? I don't know man. It just sucks. I just hate these weeks where I'm just a shell of myself. My quest to find the best editors to help me. So there have been like 6 speedruns. A Grand Theft Auto V that haven't released. I recorded them about six months ago. I just left them there because I don't think the footage is all that good. And some of it was just me being down in the dumps about how bad I was and still am. But I've been looking for more editors and so I recently gave the footage to, how many people did I end up giving it to? I gave it to six people. Two gave it back and were nowhere close to good enough. another two gave me back footage and they're both good, which is surprising. I think what's happened is over the years that I've been doing this, the standard of like an up-and-coming editor have uh, has improved. Because there's so many more tutorials out there and tools and stuff for you to learn, compared to back even just a couple of years ago. Or maybe I'm just being optimistic, I'm not sure. And I've just gotten lucky, I'm not sure. And certainly there's so many more people who want to be in this industry to any degree, so they're learning, I suppose. It put me in a bit of an awkward spot, because two, editing it decently well enough, Meant that I can't release both of them. So I like frankensteined both their edits together I'm just gonna give them each 50% of what the video makes and that's what I did today I just I just that's all I did today Interestingly like neither edit was perfect like both edits would have required me to go over them and change a bunch of things And improve them in various different ways, but they were good enough that effort was worth it generally speaking when people fail an edits it's A failure to the degree that me making it good enough to release would be just be me editing it myself and i would save no time in in some cases it would even cost me time to undo things they've done but it's also put me in this weird spot of uh i might just message the other two people who haven't got back to me yet and just be like hey can you show what you've done so far so we ended here thank you for watching and joining me on my new channel i wish you all the best